And welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. Thanks for being with us here on this uh, program as we come your way. That's right, we come your way four times a week on this fine station. Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. on a special edition of Tell Me Your Story, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. in the morning. And uh, I'm usually up by then. Even on a Wednesday, I'm usually at the station by then. Uh, but the other three, not so much. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm probably doing something else. So obviously these programs, uh, come to you, uh, pre-recorded. Actually, uh, it's been interesting how I have had to correct other people. There is no such thing as pre-record. You cannot pre-record anything. Now, granted, that's semantics, but it's also accurate. You can record it, but you can't record it before you record it. Now, you can record it live in front of a studio audience, or you can record it live in front of a not live studio audience. That's all up to you. Cardboard cutouts, for all I care. But we're certainly glad that you're here with us. And we also want you to know that uh, we also have podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and many other locations, too numerous to mention, but also ones that you folks are reposting us to. Thank you. I, I can't thank you enough for doing that. Uh, and then also, we uh, do have a YouTube channel where you can watch these interviews, and I hope that you will do that. You'll be able to see our guest today and all of the guests. There are almost 120 as of this broadcast, podcast, videocast, there are about 120 interviews up on the YouTube channel, Tell Me Your Story. So check it out. I hope that you will. Also, if this program resonates with you, we'd love to have your financial support. If you can do so, we'd be grateful. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, grateful to the extent that we'll even take energetic support. But for the financial end of it, we have a PayPal account for your security as well as ours. And please participate in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we ask you to go within, spend time listening to that still small voice, your intuition, your higher self, the divine, whatever you call it. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to talk with our special guest who's returned after many years of being away, and we're so glad she's with us today to join us. We'll talk about intuition and how that plays into all of this here on the program today. So please take part in the Decade of Perfect Vision, the 2020s. Our guest today, as I just said, is a returning guest. Matter of fact, uh, she and I worked together a little bit on a meditation CD that she put out uh, some years back. Uh, I still remember that. That was such a blast to put together. Candy Huff uh, is with us today, and she is here to talk to us about so many different things, from uh, being an angel walk-in that she writes about in her uh, number one international best-selling autobiography, I Am an Angel Walk-In, the autobiography of Angel Ariel. And we've got lots of other issues we're going to talk about, topics, suggestions that she has brought to the forefront. Candy, it is great to have you back with us again. It's been a long, long time. I missed it's, you. I've missed you too, Richard. It's been so long. Back in my good old Santa Barbara days. And uh, and I just remember them so fondly. It's so lovely to be to see you again and to be back on your wonderful program. Well, thank you. Now, when we first met, uh, I remember you sharing with me about this whole aspect of walk-ins. 
And since then, I've I've heard some different perspectives on this. I would really like your observations. There are those, and I know you've heard this before. There mm-hmm. are those who say there are no such thing as walk-ins because we signed a blasted contract. It's binding, doggone it, that when we come into this lifetime, we are here for the duration, whatever the duration is. And for some, it's a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, or who knows, a hundred plus. That's what I'm shooting for, by the way, a hundred plus. Uh, and that uh, it, it's, it's almost uh, the, the equivalent of, of suicide, only in this case of the soul that's supposedly leaving. It's spiritual suicide, and you can't do that. What are your observations as uh, you recognize yourself as a walk-in and have for many, many years? Uh, how do you address those kinds of, I'm going to say, issues mm-hmm. that people bring well, up? Well, I, I write about this in my book, uh, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, which is also a number one award-winning book on Amazon, um, which is actually the prequel to I Am an Angelic Walk-In. Um, and I write about soul, I, I write about soul contracts and how they are, they are binding, but there is a but there. There are exit strategies that we write in that, uh, and especially with the world getting the way it was that there we needed so many souls to hold light for the planet so we could get to this 2020 stage where millions upon millions of people elevated their consciousness and they, they raised and their frequencies so that the dark matrix could be revealed. So there were many people that were walking around that were a dearth of light um, who were just um, suicidal, uh, you know, living traumatized lives. And, uh, and we, across the veil, don't want anybody to suffer so that we would come to them in their dream state or their sleep state and say, if you would like to, you know, you keep asking to leave in your unconscious state, uh, you can go home to God with honors, basically. So it's not like suicide and it's not like possession. Um, and so that you can end your suffering so that I can come in, clean up your life, take over your responsibilities, and that I could um, then get on with my mission, which is to be of service to humanity. So, yes, uh, they are they are binding contracts, but there are exemption clauses that there are exit. There are exit points that people do write in. Sometimes that they can get out, especially when they're suffering. Now, I must say, Richard, that uh, we learn our best lessons as humans in hardship and adversity, because mm. once we once we really get the lesson and it comes in very hard, we really do learn the lesson. But it was so important for so as many people as possible to hold this light as high light frequency to that built up since the harmonic convergence of 1987. I remember. So that we we could get to this tipping. Up until 1987, all of those Nostradamus prophecies were supposed to come true. We were going to nuke ourselves, and we would have been out of the Federation of Light. Goodbye, see you, planet Earth. I mean, we were on the trajectory for that. But enough people created a tipping point on the planet in 1987 that started that trajectory up. 
what took that trajectory down the day that Nessero, right before Nessero was supposed to be announced, uh, uh, um, what took the Earth's trajectory down was um, the planned uh, uh, demolition of the twin towers, of the, of, of the towers mm-hmm. in New York. And then we plummeted again. And that's when, that's when, I wouldn't say the majority, but that's when a great flood of walk-ins came in to bring and elevate the uh, the level of the uh, the the level of uh, light frequency that had been decimated by the fear of that, um, and then we started the trajectory going up again, um, which all came to a kaboom in 2020 uh, when the when the when the Earth and the world went through what we did go through, which I I consider to be a spiritual war to. Um, to save our planet, to save our planet uh, from from the dark matrix that uh, we had allowed, we had allowed for that to take over. Uh, but many people woke up and joined the light workers, the star seeds, and the walk-ins like myself uh, to raise their frequencies so they could be clear enough to see the dark agenda. And so that's basically my take on it. And I have to say that uh, I would think your perspective on this past year would would be the same. Now I don't know about you, but I uh, I when this all started to unfold with the pandemic that they that's what they called it the pandemic. Um, all I could see was opportunity, opportunity, an opportunity that we didn't even know existed yet. And the thing that really hammered it home for me was what Einstein said. He says, you cannot, uh, you cannot fix the problems as he put it. I say face the challenges with the same consciousness that created those challenges. And so when we made the decision and I say we collectively. You could say, well, no, but the government did this. Uh, who did this? Uh, CDC did that. No, we. <clears throat> we collectively, kind of what you were saying earlier about 9-11 and, and, and the consciousness at that time. And, of course, Heart Math has mapped that out and shown that to mm-hmm. us. Um, we decided to do something different this time. Every year that I've been alive, that I've been consciously aware of the influenza that sweeps across America in uh, late winter through uh, spring and then goes away, uh, debilitates people. And this is before we had the vaccines. Okay. Uh, I said, we need to shut the airlines down. We need to stop movement. Two weeks. Just two weeks. That's all I'm asking. Two weeks and it's over. But we wouldn't do it. And people would say to me as I started growing up in my teens and 20s, oh, Richard, you got you don't understand what that would do to the economy. And and now, having gone past 2020, I'm going, uh, uh, nothing like what we've been through. OK, two weeks is like a drop in the bucket compared to what we've been through. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized because we decided to do something different. I knew that the outcome when we came out the other side it was going to be different. And that's what I have been sort of rooting for. Now, whether we like it or not, it's going to be different. But I also saw opportunities. Your observations back in January, February, early March of 2020. 
in, well, in a metaphysical well, perspective. <laughs> from a metaphysical perspective, I know that uh, that 2020 was all about uh, revealing, was revealing the dark matrix that we've been living under, uh, that has been uh, keeping us, uh, you know, uh, almost anesthetized um, as we've allowed our freedoms to be taken away from us. Um, you know, some people who said, and this has been going on for eons and eons of time, how we've been um, able to be corrupted and manipulated. Now, a, a couple of those things, um, if people need examples, are we went off the gold standard. We went off the fo- gold standard to a fake, uh, phony, baloney, fake fiat monetary system. Um, uh, they made us pay income tax for our labor on a law which never was ratified as constitutional. Mm. Um, our, our, me- our medical system addicted us to pharmaceuticals and opioids while at the same time hiding alternative cures to keep us sick, uh, programming us through the manufactured mainstream media with ulterior motives and hidden agendas, subliminal messages and symbolism in our movie, our TV, our music, poisoning our water with with fluoride and uh, chemtrails and GMOs. Actually, the fluoride decalcifies uh, our pineal gland, which is our gateway to our intuition. Um, all of these things were put into place to make us docile and to make us um, much easier to be manipulated. Um, so when these millions of people started to elevate their consciousness because of the light growing on the planet, it started to reveal mm-hmm. all of this. And it needed to happen. It mm-hmm. needed to happen. Otherwise, otherwise, the world would have been decimated and uh, and just taken over by this, completely taken over by this dark force. I've heard a lot of people say about 2020 that things were getting worse, and I tell them that things were get were not getting worse; they were getting revealed. Um, and in order for something, uh, in order for something to be revealed that has been kept in the shadows and kept in the dark more light has to be brought to the planet. Hmm. So that's that's what I've seen. And we've seen it. We've seen it, you know, uh, building and building since then. You know, emails have come out about where this all originated from and the players behind it and the reason, the, the, the reason to get this bioweapon to so many people, uh, you know, was for the depopulation of the earth. Uh, and... Um, uh, more and more things are, are just coming out uh, and they're going to be revealed because the level of light on the planet. Uh, and as you said, those structures and systems that were created with a lower vibrational frequency have to crumble. What we're seeing now is the crumbling of those systems so that now new structures and new systems can be built on the planet that are of light because the planet is ascending into a new age of peace, prosperity, and truth. Uh, and, and we may not see the full realization of it in our lifetime, but we are we all contracted to be here at this time of the Festa, of the big of the big festival of light. And we this is the inception as the, as the world starts to evolve into that planet of light. You know, and and 
you're, what you are sharing is nothing new to me. I've been hearing this since the 80s as far as uh, I remember interviewing a gentleman, uh, and this was through a Christian radio station. He wrote a book called The New World Order, and this was one thick book. And he went down the list of all of the things that were happening at that time and that would happen and so forth. And I look at that and I'm going, okay, well, we're still here. You know, we didn't destroy ourselves. Uh, I think the one thing that got to me over this past 18 months or so, and unfortunately, it's an irony that I, I end up becoming that which I was looking at and observing and making comments on. I was getting tired of the complaining. And so I thought, everybody's complaining about the problem, but nobody's coming up with a solution. Nobody's saying, this is what we should do, you know, that will benefit not only me as an individual, but also um, the, 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 the common welfare, okay? In our Declaration of Independence, it talks about promoting the general welfare and securing the blessings of liberty to ourselves and who? Our posterity, our children and our children's children, okay? And so I came up with a solution, and I'm going to tell you right off the top, you are going to hate it. Nobody is going to like my, my choice, my, my solution. But the point isn't that my solution is a good one. My point is that I offered one. I'm not sitting here complaining. I'm saying, I have a solution. You're not going to like it, but at least I'm offering something. And that seems to be one of the biggest issues that I have found over the years is that, uh, and maybe this is part of what you're talking about in terms of your, your awareness of things being revealed, which is not a, an optimistic or pessimistic perspective. It's just an observation that things are being revealed. Mm. Um, and, and my solution is we just blow up the planet. We've got the weapons. Let's just blow it up. And now guess what? Nobody has any problems. I mean, what problems could you have? You're dead. Your body's gone. But like I said, you hate it. I hate it. I'm being facetious. I'm trying to be humorous, but yet serious at the same time saying, stop complaining. Yes, I agree with that. But and unfortunately, I, then I become the complainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, it is, and is one, and it, it is one solution. But for those, those people who want to continue in these human bodies, on this planet, I'd say one of the greatest things that we each need to do is not come up with its solutions. Each one of us needs to take responsibility and accountability for our own lives. Mm. And what we have been programmed, what we have pro been programmed up into the Piscean age, which start, which stopped actually in 2012, but lingered on. And then now we're going into the age of Aquarius and people are a little bit more clear eyed to see is that each and every one of us must take accountability and responsibility of, for our own lives. And one of the greatest blessings to come out of this whole thing was that people started to question where the heck information came from, who's delivering it, whether they had an ulterior motive or a hidden agenda. And we needed to take back responsibility for our own lives and, and make our own choices and not give our power away to seeming authorities. Mm -hmm. Those authorities were those people that put the fluoride in the water and, and destroyed our, our, our food with, with Roundup and, and uh, Monsanto GMOs and mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. and, the, and the pharmaceutical companies and all of that. 
we each have, and we, and we often do it each day with where we're putting our money, where we're making our choices, and all of those things. Um, so, uh, that's a huge, that's a huge blessing that actually came out of 2020. People started to see where they, uh, where the, their information was coming from. Now, because we had more time on our hands, Richard, uh, this created a perfect storm of people creating videos to put out information out there to help people realize how we got to this stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, two videos uh, that I think were absolutely superb was one called Out of Shadows, which was about the CIA mind control operation and why they invented TV to pro- program us with subliminal messages and symbolism in the first place. Um, uh, and that, okay, and that's called Out of Shadows. And the other one was Fall, F-A-L-L, Cabal, C-A-B-A-L, which is a 10-part documentary series, which really shows the progression of how we got to this stage by giving our civil liberties away. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and to really take back our responsibility, who we're listening to and why we're following things. Um, now I do have a few other real wonderful blessings that came out of this past year of 2020 and people really put their emphasis on what was most important. And I'm not talking about toilet paper, although when you, (laughs) although when you need toilet paper, it's really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the blessings that came out of it is people really understood um, the, the meaning of being with our loved ones and taking note of our freedoms because we learn our lessons in hardship and adversity by having something taken away from us, then and only then do we get to see how blessed we were to have that. Um, and it made people fight for that. Um, and then another one was to be the blessing of our health. Um, you know, we drove less and we polluted the air less. We consumed less because things were shut down. We actually saw how much we did have. And many people, even those that lost their jobs, they became creative. It it forced them to become creative. And for years, many of my clients were talking about putting their business online. And it forced them. Mm -hmm. It forced them then to be more creative and put their business online. So there were a myriad of absolute blessings that came out of this past year and the importance of our loved ones and, and, and really putting our time and energy and effort on that. Mm. You know, I, I, and I couldn't agree with you more in those regards because um, uh, for me, nothing changed. I mean, I continued to go to and from work because I guess I was under that category of essential workers that were trying to provide information to the public about what was going on and so forth. And um, my wife, of course, was furloughed for eight weeks early on back in March, April, May into June uh, of, uh, of 2020. Uh, and yeah, we did absolutely make more money with unemployment uh, and the stimulus checks. But at the same time, it's like, what kind of a life is that? I mean, it sounds great, but I couldn't do it. Not for mm. not for an extended period of time. I'd go nuts. Because I can't, yeah. I just can't lay around and, and do, I, I need to be doing something. That's just yeah. me, I, you know. Um, let's talk a little bit about the choices. Now, 
We've already discussed, of course, um, how many people uh, chose not to look favorably on 2020. Uh, we, you've already shared with us your perspectives. Uh, and we've all, you just mentioned about how many people who were affected in many different ways by this past year made new choices. But there were also a lot of people who were affected by last year who didn't make new choices primarily because they didn't know what other choices they had. And that's kind of what I want to talk a little bit about here in terms of educating people and providing, as we do on this program, we provide people with choices and knowledge of those choices to help make their dreams come true here on Tell Mm. Me Your Story. But if they don't know that they exist, how are they going to choose them? What's your uh, perspective, uh, your answer to the sort of that query about how do we get people uh, aware of the fact that they have choices and, and, and how they can seek them out. I know the internet's there and all that stuff, but what are your, your observations in that regard? Well, the more that we can take back our power, the more that we can realize that abundance is our nature um, in any given moment, because we have been blessed, some people would say, well, we were cursed with it, but because we have been blessed with free will, we have the opportunity, uh, no matter how much money is in our bank account, no matter what our connections are, we have the opportunity to put into motion those things uh, that are, are our heartfelt desires or those things that we want to make movement towards. Um, in my business, Angel Healing House, my healing practice for the past almost 20 years, I've been doing this full time to show people that you, they have all the wherewithal inside of themselves. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations, they have their intentions. And if they would put the same amount of focus and, um, and, uh, you know, energy into, uh, being positive about those things that they can affect, instead of saying those things that they can't do, uh, then the universe, if we have the faith of a little mustard seed, then the universe brings us back tenfold the opportunities and connections Mm -hmm. to magically and synchronistically bring to us those things that will keep us stepping forward in that direction. But people have to understand that uh, through the laws, you know, Newton's laws of emotion and energy, we have to put into effect at some stage um, something towards our heartfelt desires. Now, I would never, ever tell anybody to leave their their employment because even if they hate it, uh, because like we have to do little things like put a roof over our heads and eat as human beings. But to to start making movement, researching those things that they would. I'm not talking about their dream job. I'm think, talking about things that they would love doing, um, and you know, either joining groups or or researching things, or because it's this movement that shows the universe that you're respecting and honoring your heartfelt choices, and that you're making movement to something, and that in that in, entails then the universe taking notice about us and sending things back to us. So in any given moment, because abundance is our nature, we have a choice, and it's just to respect and honor ourselves to act on those choices. We're talking with Candy Huff, and uh, she is uh, at Angel Healing 
which you have a you have a meditation CD that we worked together on some years back. Is that something that is still out there? Yes, it's still out there, and it's called um, uh, "Releasing Your Burdens and Living in the Now." It's a uh, it's it's about twenty two minutes and twenty two seconds exactly. It's not about, um, and uh, it takes people on a guided meditation in which they can uh, go on a journey with the angels and stop at different points uh, to release their burdens about relationships, about health, about their con- concerns and their worries. Um, and I have, it's more than just relaxation. It's uh, uplifting, it's motivating. And because it's, it's recorded with the timbre and the tone of my voice, which is, has the angelic language of light, timbre and tone underneath that, people say that they feel renewed and revitalized after they listen to this. So it's different exercises. And as you know, with the professional music and the sound effects that you so expertly, you know, weave together at that stage, um, it is delightful. I have a very interesting story about that uh, CD. I've heard from three different clients that, that bought that CD and they uh, sent me uh, a, a testimonial about it and said every time they put that CD, their dog came into the room and sat there for the whole 22 minutes and 22 seconds, just mesmerized. And then when the CD stopped, they left the room. And this was three separate clients that told me this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I, I think that's great. Uh, we need to connect more with our, our animal partners and, uh, friends within the home, domesticated as well as outside the home. And I'm not saying make, go, fr- go make friends with a wild bear. Uh, or, but, or a skunk, or a skunk. Or a skunk. <laughs> probably more importantly on that one. <laughs> but to, to have the respect for. Uh, oh, I, I agree with you. Actually, I, 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 one of my, um, actually a number of my students who come to learn Reiki with me, either in my uh, Santa Monica office or online around the world, um, you know, they've gone on to become uh, animal communicators. And, um, and they tell me that, uh, you know, the, the, the number one thing that the animals want us to know is they're really he, not here to learn anything. Animals are, they don't have an ego and they, they don't, you know, they don't hold animosity towards anybody. They're here as our great teachers. And so that's why it's really important for us to tune in to the love that they give us and the absolute support and, uh, and just joy to be around them. So that's what, you know, that's what the animal communicators, those uh, students of mine who have learned Reiki that have gone on to become animal communicators want us to know about uh, our relationship with our pets and yeah. animals in general. And we have, uh, <clears throat> since since you and I have been together uh, on this program some years ago, oh, we've been through a number of animals. Uh, we've been through... Um, uh, I, I had to let go of my dear beloved Makushla, that beautiful white shepherd. Uh, we think shepherd husky mix. Uh, back in October of uh, 2019, 
after mm. 14 months of caring for her. She was a caregiver of, of an extraordinary kind because she took care of an elderly uh, um, uh, his name was Kimo, and he was a member of a pack of four Siberian Huskies. They were sled dogs, and mm. he was the last of them to pass, and she was there with him. Uh, she was also there when my wife's dog, Connor, who was a chow, um, a shepherd chow mix, had a beautiful curly tail that goes over the top, and uh, <clears throat> she was there when he uh, passed because he was bitten in the mouth by, a th- we think, a snake or something. Uh, that mm. took his life. And then, of course, here we have uh, uh, Makushla. And in the meantime, we, uh, with Makushla, we actually uh, acquired a new dog. His name is Angus. And he is now a 100-pound or 100-pound plus, a black king shepherd. And he's the king of the manor now and loves wow. it and absolutely loves it. And, um, you know, and these are the processes we go through. And we've had, we've gone through chickens like you wouldn't believe. Uh, but that's, that's part of nature. That's part of the process of this world, uh, yeah. as well as uh, cats. So we've gone through a number. Of, we're down to five now. We used to have, we used to have nine cats. Wow! In, in a two-room cottage. Go figure. Uh, how does <laughs> how does that happen? You know. But um, it's one of those things that that you 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 look at, and you say to yourself, uh, "What uh, in the world?" Uh, are we doing with so many animals? Well, I got to tell you where we live. It's it works out great, and you know science has proven has proven that that uh, animals. Uh, I mean, just on certain levels, they will lower your blood pressure. I mean, they do all kinds of things for you on a physiological and biological level, let alone emotional and spiritual. Yeah, that's because they're not here to learn anything. They don't have an ego. They don't hold animosity and, and uh, you know, destructive, you know, uh, negativity within themselves. All they're here is to project that love and that support and that encouragement and loyalty and and kindness. Um, and, uh, and they're there for, they're there as those really masters on the planet because they've mastered that. Well, I'll tell you, I am glad that they are with us. Um, when I was a kid growing up delivering newspapers, I used to get chased by big black dogs. And now I have one of my own, but he doesn't do any chasing other than me around the yard to <laughs> to chase the tennis balls. Uh, he chases them. He doesn't necessarily fetch. That's not the kind of dog he is. He uh, mm. basically helps us, helps me. I was actually told one day uh, about, uh, um, uh, I was told one day about uh, exercising and my dog uh, uh, basically was, that was his purpose. It wasn't to get me outside to throw the tennis balls for him to run around. Mm. It was for him to get me outside for me to run, run around for exercise. <laughs> and I never thought yeah. of it. I never looked at it that way. That's a great, that's a great companion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Candy Huff is my guest here on Tell Me Your Story. Walk, New... kind of time to go for a run. <laughs> Absolutely. Candy Huff is my guest here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, and I'm glad that you have joined with us here to, uh, to, to share this time with us. We hope that you will stay with us. We also hope that you will listen to our program Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at those times at richarddugan.com. We are also on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. for a special edition of Tell Me Your Story. And 
And uh, we also are uh, podcasting on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and other locations that you folks are reposting us to. We also are on YouTube, a YouTube channel called Tell Me Your Story. Surprise, surprise. Just look for the guy with the hat. I am now up to, uh, I don't know about you uh, and any YouTube uh, exposure that you have, I'm up to a whopping 25 subscribers. I'm so excited that there are 25 people who get notified every time I put up a new interview, and there are about 120 of them up there right now, so it's kind of cool. Um, in terms of your uh, being around people and sharing what you have to share, um, we're coming out the other side of this, this tunnel, and no, there, it, it wasn't a train coming toward us. <laughs> it was just the open end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, now that we're slowly opening up again, as the phrase goes, uh, what do you see uh, as a way in which we can bring about, as you talked about earlier in the program, more light into the world? Uh, we bring more light into the world when we concentrate on bringing light into our own physical bodies. It's more, it's really important, Richard, for people to understand that we have been through a spiritual war. We've been through a spiritual war and much what I see in my angel healing house healing practice and also online with clients is that we've, we've suffered trauma and grief, much like uh, people who have PTSD after going through a war, except we've been through a spiritual war to save our planet. So to increase the light in our bodies. Uh, and this is the first time that a human body has ever gone through ascension still while in the physical body. So it's important to hold as much light frequency. We do that by eating organic, high frequency food, non-processed. Do you know what I tell my clients? I tell my clients, if the food comes in a box that has artificial coloring, artificial flavoring, artificial preservatives, additives, chemicals, fast foods, they're better off and will get more benefits eating the box than they will the so-called food inside. Uh, drink filtered water, not the chemical fluoride that has been added. Uh, keep your emotions positive and optimistic. Now, one of the sneaky areas that steals our light is and even those people that have the best of intentions is they share information on social media or through emails and they do this by making themselves right and judging others beliefs to be wrong which is just fueling what we've been programmed from the dark matrix to do to separate and divide so that they can conquer and making us lower vibrational. Um, if you're sending things to judge others at, or a, as a competition, rather than unity and respecting and honor others' beliefs, then you're just those things that are uplifting, uh, those things that are enlightening, those things that you can be proactive for. Also, we increase our light frequency inside of ourselves by nurturing what we love doing by being creative, and then sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. The universe reads this as richness, and it reads this as abundance. So watch what you eat, 
put your emphasis into your passion and your creativity. And then the third thing is to watch what you're doing. I mean, the, the sharing of information has been get, gotten, uh, getting so out of hand. And again, with separation and division, um, that's a form of distraction. And the dark agenda, they did this to perfection. They distracted us through uh, idolizing and lauding sports celebrities, Hollywood stars, by over-consuming, separation by religion, politics, gender, creating manufactured wars, you name it. We cared more about watching the latest installment of Entertainment Tonight and getting our weekly People magazine in a grocery line than we did about forgiveness and kindness and compassion and self-love and serving each other. That's why the number one thing for me, when you're destroy, you want to destroy and blow up the planet, I, I, I long for people to take responsibility and accountability for their own lives. And then and only then will we see a change on this planet. I, I, and when you talk about uh, this whole aspect of information, uh, it's it's it can be categorized as information, but one of the problems that a lot of us, myself included, have found is uh, what sources of information are valid. Has that information been actually vetted or parsed in such a way as I can trust it? It used sure. to be that I could from the various sources, but I can't even trust it. From, uh, you know, I mean, because I'm told that I can't trust it from the mm. places that I used to get it. And and, and I, I, I it's like I watch. I mean, there are there are those people and, and I'm, I'm just using this as an example. We don't need to go down this road. Mm. I'm just using it as an example. There are people who say the Holocaust didn't happen. And they'll throw up all kinds of stuff to say, see, this is it didn't happen because da 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 da. And I'm sitting here going, okay, well, then 9-11 didn't happen. And you know why I say that? Because I wasn't in New York. Mm-hmm. I was not physically there to see it. It was on TV, so it could have all been CGI. I right. don't know. And 600,000 human beings died from the coronavirus. No, they didn't. Because I didn't see them die, I wasn't there in the in the in the emergency room or in the uh, intensive care, you know. Mm. And and so the list goes on and on of the things that we are fed, if you will. Maybe that's the best way to put it, as far as information is concerned. So, how does one discern? And I, I have an answer to this, but I want to hear your answer. How do we discern this information or do we cut ourselves off from it because there is just really no way for us to really trust it? Well, this all comes from the Piscean age where it was the age of logic and it was the age of reason. And it's the age of uh, thinking things through and figuring things out by researching, you know, things on the Internet and things like this, getting our information externally. But now that we have elevated ourselves uh, and have dropped down to our hearts, and is more of a beingness, we feel our way to things. We have been so deprogrammed, deprogrammed. Even our, even our pineal gland was calcified 
with the with the fluoride, which has been yeah. scraped free by these lot these uh, higher integrated energies that have been coming on the planet uh, as more and more people have elevated their consciousness. Yeah. Um, and so we're more psychically aware now. We're more intuitive. We can see with 2020 vision things that are clearer for us. It's to feel our way. If something doesn't look right, if something doesn't smell right, if something looks like it's coming, why are they fact-checking something? Why are they so against something? What are they so afraid of? Why are they taking down those those doctors that say vitamin D is one of the most important things you can do for your immune system and zinc mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and sunshine and and to be able to breathe freely and and you know and it and for herd immunity and all of those things. Why are they taking down those things? Why are they censoring it? So so uh, it's so important for people to feel their way into it and to use their intuition. That's the that's the feelingness inside of us that has cracked our hearts open to be able to raise our consciousness as we went from from just a limited linear mind to the consciousness of our heart. And you talk, you spoke about the Heart Math Institute, and that's the that's the level. Of, of energy we are all energy and it comes from our hearts and that's where we're elevating towards so i would recommend to people that they do follow their intuition they follow their feelings and if something is something doesn't seem right not now does it mean not ever it just means taking a step back and just sitting with it for a while instead of making a knee-jerk reaction and saying, oh, this is, an, uh, this is a person of authority. And, and then we find out that they're making money off of something or they're benefiting or there's an ulterior motive to something. Uh, follow your intuition. Follow that, that God-given channel, intuitive nature that we all were given to. And we've been, we were programmed for so long to cut us and distract us from our feelings inside. Candy Huff is my guest, and we're talking uh, certainly about a lot of different things here. We're talking about our transition uh, out of uh, 2020 and uh, and the pandemic. I I know that a lot of people are uh, sort of waiting with bated breath for the day when the pandemic is, shall we say, called off. You know, it's finally said, okay, pandemic is over. Um, Mm. And I know that day will come. But in the meantime, we've got we still have work to do. How do we bring how do we keep working on bringing in that light and brightening it up, turning the dimmer switch up and up and up and up? (laughs) Well, again, we have to be really make sure that uh, we we elevate our uh, our light inside Two of the highest forms of light energy that we have available to us besides love is is gratitude and appreciation and putting our emphasis on what is right with the world what is good with the world you know uh, we have been programmed to watch the the, the stupid now, tube you know to, to show us what the ills of the actual... world are so um putting more of our emphasis on uh, making sure that 85 to 90 percent of the time uh, we're, we're doing things that elevate ourselves, you know, uh, our joy, igniting our passion, our creativity, watching a funny movie, um, doing things that make you feel a, 
abundant, giving to others that are less fortunate than us, that always makes us feel like we're, we're blessed. I mean, perpetuating these things through my angel healing house practice, those people that are the most unwell and stressed out, 85 to 90% of their time is spent about talking about what is wrong with the world, what is bad in the world. And, uh, and most of them are watching the manufactured, ludicrous, uh, made up TV. Um, and uh, if they can understand that whatever they put their focus on will, whatever they feed, will multiply. It just works like that. And whatever they, they, uh, they don't put their emphasis on will diminish. So there's so many ways what we ingest, what we create, um, who we associate with. And, uh, and where we're putting our attention on. All of those things will fill us with a great deal of light. And there is a new era which is being birthed on the planet with you or without you. Mother Gaia, Mother Earth never needed saving. We weren't here to save Mother Earth. We weren't here to save anybody. We were here to each of us and as a collective to increase the light on the planet. But we are going into a new era of light. Um, and if everyone can just feel, I'm not even talking about visualizing, I'm talking about feeling into this new era of light. I know what my new era of light uh, looks like because I've already created it and I'm already living in it. And, and this is homework for your audience. Everyone, everyone can do this. Um, because we're each living in a different reality because of our words, our thoughts, and our feelings. And we're creating this different reality for ourselves. Um, I can, I can uh, uh, describe to you what my uh, new earth looks like, which is uh, uh, in my new earth, everyone has clean water, uh, you know, that hasn't been poisoned with fluoride yeah that's not that's number one yeah uh number number two it, it, it's actually a human right that no company can own water we have a right to clean water uh there's housing and there's food for everyone on the planet mm -hmm. richard people are starving starving on the planet not because there's a lack of food but because there's a lack of humanity well you know it's not made a priority that people get to eat uh, yeah. What type of uh, the type of medical facilities and alternative treatments that have been hidden away in my imagined new earth that I'm living now? We have free access to extraterrestrial technology like med beds that have could easily eradicate disease, restore organs and limbs and reverse aging in in my new earth. There's free Tesla energy that no longer keeps us dependent on polluting fossil fuels and making a very a small amount of people very rich mm -hmm. by, by the dependent on oil. So, and I visualize a world of harmony. Maybe I'm one of the lucky ones because I write about in my book, I'm an angelic walk-in. I write about when my second near-death experience, when an angel took me to the cities of light across mm. the veil, wow. which are where people, people work together, they live together. There's all kinds of races and nationalities and genders and, and belief systems. And none of that matters because they are know that they're all one 
and by working as a unified one, the betterment of the whole, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Mm -hmm. So this is my new earth. And if I was to give your audience homework, feel into what this new earth looks like for you. And the more you feed this, then the more it will come into physical form. But take the time, not just to think about it, not just to visualize it, because that was the Piscean age. That was our mind. This is about consciousness that goes beyond our physical brain and our, our physical body. It's about feeling into this because we manifest in the higher realms of the fifth dimension and higher by manifesting through our hearts. How important in what you've just said, how important is our intuition in all of this? It, it's tantamount. It's absolutely tantamount. We are powerful, sovereign, independent, multidimensional beings that go so far beyond this funny little meat suit that we've been put in. And if we can see ourselves as billion-year-old carbon, thank God for Joni Mitchell telling us that in Woodstock, we are multidimensional. And if we see ourselves as this, then, and then the possibilities are infinite, and that we are infinite. We have just been allowed ourselves to be dumbed down, and we don't have to. We don't have to see ourselves as that. So our intuition, our psychic abilities um, are absolutely t tantamount when it comes to seeing ourselves as that higher dimensional being. Hmm. We encourage you to go to her website, and that website, uh, for those who uh, maybe are hearing us for the very first time, she has uh, all kinds of it. She's all over the place. She's <laughs> here on Instagram and, and Facebook, I'm sure, angelhealinghouse.com. Uh, and uh, people can also uh, go to, uh, you have another website, uh, is it Mew? dot com m e w e dot com. Tell us what what's that oh, all about. Oh, that that was that was one of the older ones. Ah. But the main main one to go to is the angelhealinghouse dot com. I also have my uh, ten year uh, uh, weekly international radio program, which is Angel Healing House Radio, every Thursday. 10 a.m. on Blog Talk Radio when people call in from all over the world for uh, free mini angel readings. And I read out a channel from uh, my angelic family, the Posse of Angels and myself on relevant things uh, as we, you know, to give people hope and inspiration and, and ways that they can keep their uh, frequencies light. So, and yes, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and and all over the place. Uh, just type in the name Claire Candy Hoff, and five or six full pages come up about about me. So I'm not I'm not hard to find. <laughs> She's not hiding, folks. Not by a no, long shot. Not hiding. Not, not hiding. Uh, so, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and we do encourage people to to seek you out and uh, uh, to to uh, get more information about the work that you are doing. Now, you've told us about these two books that you have already written. Uh, yes. And um, and I mentioned, of course, uh, I mentioned, of course, the the one book I am an a angelic walk in, uh, yep. one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness. Yep. Tell us about that. Oh my gosh, 
That's, a, that's the true accounting of my five most important past lives. And the, they were the most important because I grew the most spiritually. Um, and uh, the book starts off, you know, this is not a spoiler, but the book starts off with me as an Egyptian princess and what I went through and, uh, at, uh, for the short time that I was on the planet. And then it, when I crossed over, how I went through the transition of meeting those uh, people who had been crossed over from my family and friends, going through my life's review, and then meeting with the etheric council and going over my uh, contract that I'd written in my book of life. Then I spent time across the veil until I chose. Nobody chooses, nobody has this chosen for them. When I chose to come back and I then went back to the etheric council and I wrote uh, the, about how I wanted to come back in a different era and, and choose different circumstances. Um, and so I came back in another incarnation. And the book is this wonderful, wonderful roller coaster ride from the physical incarnation to across the veil and what I did in that time I spent across the veil until I chose another life to either build on the lessons that I learned or else I, that I, the, or I work on the lessons that I did not learn. And it takes people through this amazing ride of my true life experiences that I had in those past life experiences and those past lives that I uh, had in those incarnations. What people say about the book is they cannot put it down. People blame me for not having a full night's sleep and they have to go to work the next day. Some person said, I wrote, I read the book in six hours. And when I was reading it, I got about 30, 40, 50 pages of the way through when I suddenly started to remember that I had done this before. People start to remember their own past lives. People start to remember their own journey across the veil, the unbelievable journey that we all get to take back to our one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness. Well, Candy, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the program and being part of what we're doing here and uh, being part of what we collectively, the lightworkers, are doing. And I hope that uh, we can uh, connect again a little sooner rather than nice. later. Uh, yeah. Before we let you go, as I always do on these programs, I have three final questions for uh, my guests. You've probably answered them to some degree on the program. And there, I know we have a lot more we could talk about. Uh, yeah. but, uh, and we'll have you back to talk about those other things as well. <clears throat> but I'm going to ask you these three questions. And then, again, I thank you so much for the time that you've been giving us. You're welcome. Yeah, what are the questions? First one is, who is Candy Huff? Oh, Claire Candy Huff is an absolute joy. Claire Candy Huff knows who she is. She is a divine reflection of God's source. And, uh, and she is here to, to be that reflection to people to, that each and every one of us is divine. And so if I had one mission... It's to wake people up to their divinity and to bring them the hope and the knowing just how extraordinary that, the, that each and every person is. Second question is, what is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? 
well, I, actually, I just answered that in the first one, that, uh, that people wake up to how extraordinary, magnificent, and powerful that each person is. Uh, they have all the tools that they need inside of them. They were born as that reflection of higher source energy and that they are here to experience and fulfill life by bringing forth their creativity, their, their abilities and their talents that we have each, each enough and every one of us has been seated with and, uh, and to give people hope in that knowledge that they are divine and to bring that forth. Final question. What is your life's purpose? Well, my life's purpose is that to wake people up to their divinity inside of themselves. Hmm. And that's what I've been doing. I go on angelhealinghouse.com. I'm extraordinarily uh, proud and I get a great deal of fruition from my international clients, the thousands of people that have written me testimonials that say that I helped. Uh, they it, ultimately they did it themselves, but I held their hand because I don't teach anybody anything. I help them remember the divinity inside of them to wake up and then to create this absolutely magnificent life for themselves. They create their own heaven on earth. And by the way, I like your world as you described it. They, I do there's, too. there's only one problem with the detractors. Candy, and you already stated it within the context, there's no money in it. And that's the problem with the rest of the world, with the material world. There's no money in it. And I loved what Jacques Fresco told me years ago when I interviewed him for the Venus Project. He says he has a new vision. Now, he's since passed. He has a new vision. It's three pillars. But it is, and, and one of those pillars is that it is a resource-based economy. Nobody owns the resources. And yet you will have companies that will need to distribute, but they will not own them. They will not control them. They will distribute the resources. Big difference. Some can, yeah. they, then some will all kind, add all kinds of names to that. But the bottom line is the way in which we've been doing things, and I've said this for the last 14 years, the way in which we've been doing things hasn't worked because look at the inequities in our world today. We yeah. need to try something new. And we did that in 2020 with this pandemic, with this virus, for whatever and whatever other information you've heard, we did something different this time. That's got to count for something. So we need to start doing things differently. And I like the, the difference that you have made and the world that you've created. And we look forward to seeing that world come true one day. Thank you, Richard. All the best. Lots of love your way. God bless you. Thank you. I'm Richard Dugan. Thank you for joining us here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to love.